0: Hello there. We would be honored
1: if you would join us. Spark of Rebellion. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast. This is episode number 185. I hope you're keeping well, Star Wars listener, and that you've had something cool to do. Star Wars, you've kept up with all the news. It's been kicking off with the old star wars celebration they have announced pretty much everyone who's alive and well that's ever been involved with star wars is going to be in london the star wars celebration so that's going to be good so that's been kicking off and then we've got the usual flurry of other new stories to go through and do all that i'm going to bring on my co-host in a in a in a wee minute but before we get to uh introducing him they them don't know these days uh, i'm going to you some housekeeping I'm not going to tell you to subscribe to the show just yet keep the sub for now if this is your first time listening to sor then welcome it's all good if you're a long time listener then welcome back it's good to have you here but uh yeah we'll give you the deets on how you can follow and sub and do all that stuff in a in a wee bit but thank you very much to um those of you who are watching live we are kind of streaming out live at the minute so all of our patrons welcome who are watching and to you guys especially welcome welcome it's uh, it's good to have you here and thank you for your continued support we'll give you the old news on the Patreon as well a little bit later on in the show we've got some cool news uh coming up we've got a really cool fan event that's kicking off soon uh the fans strike back in london some very cool events going on this year for star wars it's been very cool and uh we've also got some updated news on some of the stuff that's coming out on disney plus etc and uh an auction that went down or was about to go down on a find that is like the grail if you like one of those things where you wander into someone's garage or or bedroom, whatever, and you find a box full of just um just pure gold. We'll come on to that. That's amazing. So before we get on to all that, and uh, with all the news, I'm going to bring on my co-host. My name's Gary, by the way. I'm one of your hosts. And uh, the guy that sometimes does this with me, sometimes not. Sometimes with headphones, sometimes not. Sometimes in a hoodie, sometimes not. Never in a Star Wars t-shirt. So... Welcome, fake fan. It's Mr. Mark Asquith. How you doing, dude? Got rid of them all, actually. Yeah. Didn't need
0: them. Getting rid of them. Got rid of all the old character style T-shirts. But I did buy a Star Wars hat the other day, so I got a baseball cap, um, which is good. So that's nice. I think the only character a T-shirt that I've got is Jamie and the Magic Torch. Believe it or not.
1: Oh, I love that, mate. Mm. I think you mentioned that to me the other day. What a show that was.
0: Classic, classic. Brilliant. Chuffing sick. Um, so yeah, no, I'm a bit of a fake fan, uh, for that reason, but, uh, what? Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm all right, mate. Um,
1: yeah. Do good. Good. Anything Star week? Wars-y? Played anything? Watched anything? Read anything? Well, since last time we spoke, mate, went to fucking
0: Galaxy's Edge dinner. Bastard. Oh yeah. Bastard. We spent all day there. We were there at eight o'clock. We were like the first people to walk in and we left well late. And Ashley Eckstein was there doing Ahsoka Day. It was Ahsoka Tano Day.
1: Which we didn't oh, know nice. about. Nice. Did you uh, so. go, and, go and shake her hand? I was going to say something inappropriate. Yeah. Then, I do apologise. Didn't see her. Did you... Oh, no.
0: Oh. didn't see her because it was quite busy. Everything was all over the place. But she was around the Falcon, the post for a big picture. But we will have just, you know, we'll have been somewhere else. But we did mm-hmm. all the all the stuff. Look, you can see if you're watching this as a patron. You can see Anakin's lightsaber there.
1: Nice, very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. And I've
0: also got this. <laughs> I've got the little thing for it. Uh, you know, the light thing. But let me show you this. Hang fire.
1: Oh, here we go. Live demo time. What's he doing? What's he up to? Here we go. Oh.
0: Now you can't see this if you're listening to it on a Saturday, but if you're a patron watching it now, oh shit. Brought that. But all it is, got the uh Didn't even want it. Didn't want it like that anyway. But uh Right. All it is Look at this. Look at this. This is a Savvy's Workshop Sith lightsaber. Wow. Wait a minute. See if it. Oh.
1: Has it got the batteries
0: in? Oh, Caves did this as well. The batteries they give you, they last for like a minute. But anyway, it should fire up. But it does fire up. It goes vroom. But it's like, dude, these things are pro level quality. Like metal, weighs about 12 kilograms. You know, this is proper gear. It looks mint. Yeah, nice. it is. It's cool, man. So I chose this simple one. Went designed this little bad boy in Savvy's <coughs> and uh yeah the battery wants a change on it. So this is, is the
1: um for listeners that don't know, this is in Galaxy's Edge, you can go into the workshop and design and build your own lightsaber, right? Do <gasps> you hear that? Yeah. Listen. Just heard it.
0: When I put the blade in, so look, you got the hilt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is mint. Right. Mm-hmm. If I put the blade in.
1: Huh? A little bit there.
0: Yeah. Oh. I think the batteries are going. But anyway, it's pretty badass. And uh, so then we got a droid. Did the droid workshop. So I got an Anakin. I got a Sith Savage pre-built uh, built one that we built. Bought a droid and some other
1: gear, which was good. Um, Sounds awesome, man. It is
0: badass. It is really like, if you're a Star Wars fan, it is the place to go. Um,
1: was it very immersive, like just walking around and stuff? Was it just very cool? Oh, to, yeah, Even if time. you didn't do all the lightsaber build stuff, was it just yeah. cool to... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Although... There's not loads to do. Like, it's, it's meant if you go, and you're not into Star Wars, and you just go, and you're like, oh, I'll have a walk through it. Because obviously, like, Kylo Ren's knocking around. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, look at me. I am moody. I'm like, you are. Kill bitch.
1: Calm yourself. Kylo <laughs> <God>, Ren's <I went laughs> knocking about. <laughs> He's knocking
0: about. And then you've got all the stormtroopers mm. that are all like, stand over here. And you're like, ah, oh, I've just got a, a slushy. Leave it out. Do you know what I mean? I'm here for an ice cream, not for this crap. I'm here for Toy Story Land. What are you here for?
1: So <laughs> did you did you see Ray? Was Ray there? Yes, Ray, Ray was there. Cool, cool. Um,
0: and apparently this week, Mando and Grogu were there. Nice. Which is good. Very cool. Yeah, but it is good. It is good. It's just if you're gonna do it, like you need to be a Star Wars fan. Like you do all the little things. You do like we did the cantina. We got the blue milk. I got a. Uh, uh, Anakin Saber Cave okay, got an Obi Wan one. We did the Savvy's building. We did the Droid Workshop. We did all the rides, like the Solo, uh, not the Solo, the Millennium Falcon ride, Smuggler's Run. We did uh, Star Tours, the classic, which was badass. We did uh, Rise of the Resistance as well, which is good. Um, so it's oh, sounds mint. It yeah. is worth going, and, we, and man, we spent all day there, and I mean all day there. You just got to book everything in advance. So like, book your canteen in advance. Book Rise of Resistance. Uh, pay like the 17 quid for the lightning pass um, and all
1: that sort of stuff. But the quality of the place, dude, is insane. Like, Did you do a little quid? wee when you first oh, it, saw the Falcon?
0: Yeah, it's unreal. Like the scale Impressive. of it, you just like, and even um, like the X-Wing and, and and the little kind of, it's not the TIE bomber, but you know, the Kylo Ren ship. Um, it's, it's, it's like the scale of it. You know, when you see it in a movie, like, yeah, I know, I get that. That's a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Right, but when you see it in real life, you're like, "Holy shit, that could shoot me!" You know, <laughs> it's like the scale and the size of it. It's like a proper military machine, which I know sounds pretty obvious, but you don't. I think sometimes mm. you you disjoint yourself from the fact that this is hard metal that could kill you. Do you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: So to see see all that sort of stuff is pretty badass. Um, and but like, it's just merch city. Like it is merch city. Mm-hmm. You've you know you've got to be real careful. Like we wanted because we're not going to go back for a, if we ever go back for a long, long time. So we thought, crap, we've, we're just going to have to get the lightsabers, um, and 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 get two of them. And uh, but if you if you if you don't, you know, if you, I think if you don't max out on it when you're there, you'll regret it. But it just you just it's like the holiday for the year, just that one day because it's just everything's so expensive.
1: Yeah, I read you, mate. Worth it, they did. You can say you've been, checked it off the old bucket list. Big time. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. time.
0: We'll probably nice. go back
1: next time we go to a conference, to be fair. <laughs> Whoever's
0: out in Orlando for work, just do <laughs> that.
1: Gary, you've booked an extra day. Uh, have we got like a follow up thing here? Well, yeah.
0: A meetings coming
1: out my ears. I've arranged to meet all the people. I'll probably be there all day. So I might as well stay another night. Eight till like six. Yeah. Mm.
0: So you'll see the size of this microphone that I've got to carry around me. It looks suspiciously like a lightsaber, but it's not. Definitely, definitely and definitely the people
1: not. that I'm meeting, they've already told me that the signal's crap there. So, so I'll probably be unavailable. But
0: don't even try and ring me. That's embarrassing for you. Not embarrassing yeah, for me, because I've told you
1: now about it. I've given you the heads up. Heads so up. you'll be the dick if you try and call me.
0: But no, it is mint. We should go <laughs> next time we do Orlando, it, it It is good. It is... Um, like it's one of those things you take your kid, you know, it, it's it's just, it's the Disneyland experience with Star Wars, you know, it just sort mm. of annoys me that it's all sequel stuff, which I totally get why it is, but I just wish yeah. it was a little prequely or mm. OT, whatever, just not sequel.
1: Yeah. yeah. They tried to cash in on the supposed momentum of the sequels, right? But oh dear. anyway, that sounds cool, dude. My, my Star Wars-y stuff pales massively in comparison, right? So we've gone from <laughs> gone from Galaxy's Edge in Orlando, building lightsabers and everything. I went to Echo Base Live at the Kingfisher Shopping Centre in Redditch. So, yeah. That was my... Um...
0: The same, really? What is that? Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so it's Europe's biggest Star Wars trading event. That's
0: when pretty When I say
1: cool. Europe, I mean europe and um i say this with a bit of unnecessary uh shade there it's actually a very cool little event Mm. it's a bit like if you've ever been to any kind of comic con anywhere and apart from like the talks and the signings and stuff you have Mm -hmm. a million traders and stores right selling all the things it's basically that part of it but it's just star wars so it's um it started out I think a few years ago, it was like a collection of traders that wanted to get together and and start to uh, and sell and buy Star Wars stuff. And it's grown since then. And it's now kind of a, it's like a mini convention, I guess, because as well as alongside all the traders and people selling stuff, they also have people who are in the films doing the odd signing now and the odd stuff. So they've started to expand it a little bit and had a couple of people there from, um, from Return of the Jedi, as you would expect. It's the anniversary year. So a few people there, which is pretty cool. Uh, I didn't pick anything up. I went in with a view to pick a few things up, but the things I wanted were not there again. So I really wanted the Scout Trooper, the latest black series. Scout Trooper bike, didn't see one. And I really wanted the, um, the classic TIE fighter, the vintage style one in the, you know, boxed. So there was one there, but it was out of a box. It looked a bit grubby. Price wasn't too bad, but I really want the mint. Well, goodish condition one. So, alas, didn't pick anything up, but um, but the boys had a good sign. They picked up a few bits, and yeah, it was cool. So, that sounds mint. Not, quite, not quite the old uh, rubbing shoulders with, uh, with Kylo Ren and, and all that, but
0: it's good. Yeah, oh, It sounds mint, that. Yeah, that sounds awesome, dude. I like the sound of that. I love stuff like that. Go and uh, chuck a few quid at some collectible gear that you wanted as a kid. I get mm. it. You know, we all do that.
1: Yeah, the good thing about Echo Base is that they do it multiple times a year. So I think they do, so one in Feb, they do another one in June, July time, and then they'll do another one in October. So there's a few opportunities to go and drop some coin, if that's your your thing.
0: Drop some dollar bills, yo! Get me some Tie Fighter! Tie, 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 tie. Do
1: you know what? They do an early bird ticket. It's a tenner, and it gets you in at about nine. And then you've got like an hour. But maybe I pick the stuff up I want, then I just need to pay to go and do that. Not be a See,
0: skate. then you become the car booter. You know, it's like, get there at four. I'll mm. get all the good stuff before everyone else turns up. That's, yeah, that's the thing. That's the way to do it, scout out all the good gear. Yeah.
1: I've been to a car boot in a long time. Can't remember the I last bloody time love I car
0: to. boots. Yeah, can I have two cups, some action figures, a squash racket and an hamburger, please?
1: Hamburger, <laughs> yeah. I'll have a rat burger and half of this... Uh, Ghostbusters Ecto 1 car with no doors. Yeah.
0: Is that a Castle but, Grayskull? Well, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Is this a Tracy <laughs> Island? Well, it is, but it's the Blue Peter one. <laughs> yeah, oh, Blue you made Peter this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. How much? Fiverr. Yeah, 20 pence. 30.
1: Done. Right. And that's a car oh, boot. Bless, bless the old car booters. They are the easiest to haggle with, aren't they? Bless them. I'll buy this fishing rod. Yeah. There's a section missing, but you're still selling it for 50 quid. I'll give you a fiver. Tenner. Done. It?
0: What about if you Easy. give me money, to take it off your hands? How much? 250. <laughs> uh, all right.
1: <laughs> yeah, the other one is uh, they really fall for, Um, well, I'll buy it now. I've got cash on me now. I'll buy it now and yeah. walk away. So yeah. what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> uh,
0: you can take that home if you want. You can load that back in the car, or you can put this money in your pochette. You choose. You, you choose. I'll tell you what, my mum's got plenty of visors like that. It makes no odds <laughs> to me, mate. You, if you want to take that home, ask yourself this. What is the missus going to say when you come back with two quid less than you said you could have?
1: Mm? <laughs> ask mm? yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, see you will be in the doghouse if you come home with a boot full of stuff that you're left with. So let's mm. rock and roll. Do you know what, mate? I should say do a car boot with all the old bloody podcast tech I've got lying around. Yeah. Bloody hell. Just do eBay. Do that. Flea bait, Nah. Mm. Got to box everything up and actually go somewhere and post it. Nah, mm. not my, not my bag. I get that. I get that. Yeah. We do some news. <laughs> anyway, we're waffling, aren't we? Looking at the we're clock. We need to crack on. Yeah. Halfway in. All right. Let's uh, let's hit you guys with the announcement first. This is not too bad. This one. I've seen a few people moan on Twitter, but whinge bagging. Hang on. So announcement. I don't know. Announcement, yeah. Oh, go on. Star Wars. (laughs) Of of course. I don't know why I needed to put that Well, that was
0: fucking magic. Yeah. What an announcement. (laughs) Star Wars. What about it? Exists.
1: (laughs) Exists. Oh. Anyway.
0: Leave leave your comments in the thread below.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much. Can you imagine if that was a podcast episode? Big announcement, yeah? The Star Wars. Anyway. Jedi Survivor has been delayed until April. That's the announcement from Respawn. Those guys have said that in order to hit their their sort of quality bar, if you like, which I think is hilarious based on the first game. Anyway, in order for them to hit their quality bar, they need to allocate a bit more time to the team so they can do all the polish and uh, optimization and all that guff on the game. So it was meant to drop, I think it was March uh 16th 17th and now it's been put back to the 28th of april so it's about six weeks worth of delay now this is completely fine from my point of view because if all you need is six weeks to uh make sure that the final product is all rocking as it should do and uh you know they squashed a bunch of bugs and it's optimized and i'm good with that dude i don't even know if i'm going to get it on day one though that's the thing i don't know about you mate so anyway those of you that have pre-ordered, you probably know already. But those of you that haven't and looking to pick this up in March, you know, going to have to you going to have to sit tight a little bit and uh, and pick this up in April. Are you um, are you fussed about uh, doing this, dude? On day one, I don't know if I am or not.
0: Do you know what? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I'm a little bit off day one games anyway. I renewed my Game Pass the other day. I did the old quid trial job again, um, which still works. And I was I was thinking about it. Like, why would you? Why would you do, di- unless you're a massive fan of the, of whatever game it is coming out, like, why the heck would you? Um, so, no, I'm not. I'm going to wait until it's on EA Play, and then it'll be on Game Pass, like Fallen Order was. Um, I really enjoyed Fallen Order. Yeah, it wasn't without its problems, you know, graphically, it wasn't amazing until they patched it, um, even probably, I'd say, until that next-gen console patch that they did. It, it didn't become decent. Uh, it was a bit buggy, you know, you could. Standing walls and get stuck in random corners and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed playing it. I enjoyed. It was a bit fetching carry at times. So I'm not. You know, this is. Whilst it looks good from a story perspective, I'm not in any rush for it. So I'm not. I'm just going to wait, mate. Um, so it's a bit crappy for those that are. You know, really, really waiting for this and desperate to play it. But for me, I'm. 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 Doesn't matter. I'll just wait till it comes out on EA Play and thus on Game Pass. I think, dude. Um, I was going to get it for PlayStation this time, but. I just I played it on Xbox, all my saves are there, but I don't know if that'll give you anything, whether it'll carry anything over, whether it'll give you any bonuses or whatever, but I'm just gonna get it on Xbox again, dude. So what about you? You didn't sound as fussed as normal about it.
1: Yeah, I was really hyped for the first one. I pr- I think I did pre order the first one. And um just because it was a, a really cool. Remember they were going through the whole EA um uh licence thing was coming up for renewal and they didn't do it. And EA thought that nobody wanted Star Wars single-player games. It was all multiplayer, which was completely inaccurate. (laughs) And then this was announced. It was like a really cool, you know, new character, a little bit of Mm -hmm. a new story and stuff. So I was yeah, I was up for it. It was really cool. But however far, I've tried it again. Like last week, downloaded it, installed it, tried it an hour in. I'm like, I just can't, I can't do it. Anyway, for that reason alone, I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to wait until it goes on sale or Game Pass like you did. Yeah, I'll probably just watch my son play it he'll play it to bloody death and (laughs) and all that so you know i'll see what's going on with that but yeah i mean it does look okay i was watching some they released um 10 minutes worth of gameplay the other day and showed you some of the Mm -hmm. levels and combat and stuff like that do you know what dude it's looking a bit lazy if i'm being honest i don't know too much much different does it but and even like if you know what you're looking for as well (laughs) like some of the the animations that they've used for Mm -hmm. the new battle droids and stuff like that exactly the same animation that they've used for the stormtroopers in the last game they just reskinned it oh really yeah and all that stuff so i don't know man we'll see what's going on with it but regardless of all that if you're up for it then fair play you just have to wait until uh until the end of april to play it yeah Uh, moving on sorry it's a funny one
0: so i'm just gonna dive in i'll tell you what i've been playing this week because it's dropped on games pass at game pass and on switch nintendo online golden eye
1: Oh God, oh dude.
0: Dude, it is so badass. It's like the most old school game changing game there is. (laughs) It's like you turn the thing on and you're instantly in. It's like just there's no messing. The guns are the guns. There's no controls other than run, gun, run, gun, crouch. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm mint. Mint. Like the sounds, are I mean, everything is, you remember why it's such a a, a, a pivotal game, dude, because it's like, it's almost the first time that you think, actually, I'm I, I'm kind of in for this. I want to turn it back on after I've turned it back off. You know, you we've know, all had those games and GoldenEye is just badass, man. It's still re- like, they've not remastered the graphics, really. They've not done anything to it. It just still plays beautifully, dude.
1: It's amazing, that game, isn't it? I remember um, we've almost gone full circle with it. So back in the day on the old N64, you whop the cartridge in. And yeah. because it's no moving parts, it just it's all RAM, basically, isn't it? So it loads in and away you go. So now we've come full circle. Now consoles have got the solid-state drives. Yeah. And they're really quick. It's almost the same thing, isn't it? You just boot it up and... Especially and with a the quick seconds, resume yeah. and all,
0: all, all that sort mm. of stuff. The fact that they're just storing it in local RAM so you can literally just boot, instantly boot back to where you were. Um, Mm. And it is, you know, the the old save games, like on, even when you could first save out like Sonic and stuff like that, it was just instant. Even Crash, you know, on the PS1, you'd stick your memory slot in and it was just the transportable. You're right. And it's like the quick resume on game on on, on Xbox is like the MVP of features for me on that. Mm. Plus the cloud gaming that's pretty badass. Um, But it's, yeah, dude, it's really good. You're right. I never thought about it like that, but you're right. We have come pretty much full circle. I'm going to start yeah. carrying a memory, memory card around with me again, I think. <laughs> they were mint on the PS1, by the way.
1: They were mint, yeah. were they? like like Magic as well at the time. Like, yeah, they really were. This is amazing. Like, you take can, your memory card around to your mate's house. Yeah,
0: that's what I was going to say. Take it to your mate's house. Like, how far are yeah. you go on Crash? Oh, yeah. I've got further than that. I'll bring my memory card around. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I'm stuck on uh, on Tomb Raider 2. Don't worry. I'll bring my memory card around. We'll just boot up from, like, save point just before. We'll do it. It's fine. Those are the days, man. But yeah, Goldeneye, dude. Classic. Love that game. And 64 days. Right, anyways, moving on to feature story, I guess. And that is Star Wars Celebration. And the amount of guests that they've announced over the last week or two. It's just getting silly now. I don't know how... Like, if you were going to go to all... Like, three or four days, however long the whole event's on for, you'll probably be okay. Like, if if your bag is autograph hunting and you want to get your pick with the celebs and all that stuff, you're in for a real treat. They've got so many people there. The recent announcements were um, Hayden Christensen, which is badass, uh, Dennis Lawson, Mads Mikkelsen, Katie Sackhoff, and uh, James Arnold Taylor. Those guys were announced. And then I think yesterday or the day before, bloody um, Billy D. Williams was announced. So whatever you got here. He's just going to be busting out and
0: Rosario Dawson as well.
1: Rosario Dawson, yes. And it was a slew of people that were announced before that as well.
0: Yeah, there was like Alleg- a lot of the voice actors They did a release that was yeah. a lot of the voice actors, weren't they? Like uh and a lot of the face actors from the original trilogy as well, people that are, are, you know that didn't have a line or whatever. Um but they, they yeah, you're right. They're just just a massive range of people. Uh people are going nuts about the prices though, aren't they?
1: They are a little bit. Yes. Um well, if this is your first time going to one of these things, I can completely understand that. So Hayden's, if you want an autograph or a pick with him, that's 200 quid a pop. That's not both together. If you want just an autograph and a little quick table meet, that's 200 bucks. I think a photograph on its own is two, 210 bucks or something. Pounds, sorry. Um, some of the other people are a bit more reasonable. I say Reasonable. Around a hundred pounds to one hundred and fifty. So, the bigger, you know, more uh, quote-unquote more famous uh, people, you know, you are going to have to cough up a bit more, get your wallet out for that. But um, if you've been on, if you've been going to these things for years, then you'll know it's kind of the norm anyway. If you've been going to London Film and Comic Con or the big one over in San Diego, whatever, if you've been to them before, you'll you'll probably be, you know, not knocked so, backed by um, by the the cost, but um, Fortunately, you and I managed to bag a ticket, dude. That's good. So we'll be there on the Saturday. Saturday. Which is... Okay.
0: Staying over, getting wankered.
1: Stay. Are we still live? Staying over. We're
0: we still recording. Yeah.
1: Take that back. And, oh yeah, should we do a recording? We should do a little...
0: Yeah, we'll take some gear with us. A little thing. Take one or two mics and the little Zoom H6 or the P4. Mm, P4 I'll take, uh, take the old lightsaber down, get Anakin to sign it.
1: Nice. Yeah, we'll trip over in front of the table and get up, and we've suddenly got a microphone in our hand. Oh, Hayden, quick, uh, ten minutes if you're free. Hayden, Probably won't be.
0: Would you rather fancy mum or your dad? Dad. ooh. <laughs> oh, caught you off guard. Caught you off guard. Didn't I there? <laughs> caught you off guard there. Anyway, what's dad? Not that fussed about an autograph. Do you do refunds?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I get that lightsaber at my sight. Yeah. Yeah. Go on.
0: He went home to get it.
1: And that Star Wars, yeah. So, Star Wars celebration in a nutshell: loads of cool people there, and because it's the anniversary of Return of the Jedi, they've got a load of people there who are who starred in the original film. But you wouldn't necessarily be falling over yourself to to go and get um, an autograph or whatever necessarily. So, some of the old Imperial officers and stuff they'll be there, and people that were in a stormtrooper helmet. You know, in the background somewhere, you know, all those people—they'll all be there. But as usual with celebration, there's just going to be tons going on, loads of merch, merch coming out of your ears. There'll be talks, there'll be loads of stuff. So it'll be good. So if um, any of our, uh, if you're a down there, listener, if you're in the area or if you're attending Star Wars Celebration yourself, then um, we'll be there. We'll have a little meet up. We'll have a little sor round of drinks or something.
0: And then we're going around Shoreditch and we're going to get smashed. Shoreditch. Yeah, I'm going to take Gatt to the hipster bars. So you're going to see him on his on his unicycle with his little top hat, balancing a ginger cat on his shoulder, drinking mocktails while he phones his missus and tells her that he'll be home on Monday because it's going to get wild. Mm.
1: Mm. That's Crufts. <laughs> that's Crufts. For the same reason. Yeah. Anyway, that's Star Wars Celebration. Loads of cool guests, but the biggies are going to be expensive. So plan for that. If you want would to, would you uh, rather
0: have a oh. photo with Hayden Christensen or would you rather have an autograph? Because t- both is ridiculous, but which would you rather have?
1: I'd rather get a photograph and then download off eBay somebody selling something that he signed and Photoshop the thing onto that. No, I'm joking. Uh, I'd probably go for a photo because that's more like when somebody tries to say, You weren't there. What I bloody was. Right, pick so it didn't happen. There you go. Yeah,
0: you know, ask for a pick. Right.
1: There it is. There it is. Yeah,
0: same. I'd do that as well.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good uh, clarity. Uh, Chris, would you rather have me on your left or right side? What's what's best for you? Master. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's... Uh, what are you wearing you will here? We'll
1: try. What are, you hmm? wearing? what are you wearing? What are you wearing? Oh, just you.
0: Yeah. She normal non-Jedi clothes yeah
1: too late to swap to the autograph and not the picture is it <laughs> yeah? just very quickly are you wearing Star Wars themed pants <laughs> if you are don't say anything and they, what you could not- do is walk up to
0: him, <laughs> him just be like you're about the right I'll be like what <laughs> I've paid 250 quid for this picture right just, where is it there we go. Right. just digging it out just ruffling around tonight. right yep got it right <laughs> Do you mind popping this Obi Wan Kenobi, you and McGregor mask on, and then we'll do a little picture? You see him, yeah, is that all right? You don't mind, do you? It's just because he's not here, and you're about, yeah, you'll, you'll be all right. Yeah, we'll do that. That's good. Appreciate that. Cool. So, what do you do for a living then?
1: You were stunt coordinator, weren't you? You look about. You'd be you're stunt livid. double for um for Vader because you're similar build you?
0: you were General Grievous's arm, weren't you? That's what you were. Ah, don't believe you. Anyway, doesn't matter. We're going to go see Rosario. She's famous. Laters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Escorted out the building. Well, that lasted long. We were there for an hour, mate. Should we go short? Got Shoreditch?
0: 250 quid, though, on that guy with a human mask on. So, who was the idiot? <laughs> oh.
1: It works with a turtle. Right, moving on. That's Star Wars <laughs> Celebration. So, there's another fan event happening, though. If you missed out on getting your ticket for Celebration, fear not. There's a thing called the Fans Strike Back, which is a Star Wars fan exhibition which is happening in London. And a little bit of blurb for you. So have you ever dreamt of taking uh, on a journey into both sides of the force? Now you can with the Fan Strikes Back exhibition, registered trademark. Discover hundreds of unique collectibles, sculptures, life-size figures, like sabres, blasters, and more. So this is very cool. So explore part of the world's largest private Star Wars collection made by fans, for fans that includes hundreds of unique collectibles and figurines life-size figures and famous costumes more than thirty one of a kind sculptures 40 years of passionate work and then all your armor stuff blasters helmets blah 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 so this sounds rather good this is in south kensington south ken yeah not too bad around there and it's happening on let me get the old uh, the old ticket thing up bear with we are pros hold on so 3rd of april that's when it starts and i think it's on for a while. Um, it doesn't it's not just a one-day thing. I think it's on for a couple of months, which is cool. And opening hours are you can go from Wednesday to Friday, Monday and Tuesday off, why wouldn't you? Star Wars isn't it. And then on Saturday, nine till six. Uh apparently it will take you roughly an hour to get round, and um age requirement is you need to be um pretty much whatever. But if you're gonna do the VR experience, which they don't list in the blurb so whoever's doing the marketing for you guys come and see us um, you need to be roughly 14 or over to do that roughly uh, roughly <clears throat> so if your kid's 8 how do you, you think yeah, it's all right.
0: 13 what's the age requirement Pff, don't know, 14-ish
1: <laughs> you'll be alright yeah this one's 12 though He can't come on
0: you can't come on how tall are you 6'3 oh, not big enough
1: <laughs> not tall enough I don't
0: care how there old you are. you are mate you're not tall enough alright move aside
1: that's how it goes unfortunately mm. yeah that's the that's the red tape we have to deal with a lot of these things but uh tickets are pretty reasonable just under 20 pounds to get you in. To 18 pounds 50 will get you in and uh, you've got to make your money dude like if you were going to schlep all over london with valuable star wars stuff you want to be paid for the for your trouble
0: make your dollar dollar bills yo i'm up for that yeah. i think it's all right
1: I don't think it's bad that yeah, if you're, a, if you're a child, again, roughly four to 12, it will cost you 12 quid to get in. If you're a, a, a VIP adult, which we probably are, then it's 28. It. And then if you're a senior, which we might be, mm-hmm. then that's also uh, 14 quid. So uh, yeah, it does sound rather good, though. Uh, we, we're kind of, again, in our usual style. We're talking about this in a derogatory style, but that's mm-hmm. only in jest. Mm-hmm. It does sound very, very cool. So, uh, the link will be in the show notes as always. So yeah, the fans strike back exhibition from the 3rd of April tickets are on sale now. So go and do that. It's one of those things like live TV, like live and kicking in the morning, Saturday morning. Remember that. So competition, the lines open now. You can go and do your thing. Yep. Star Wars visions. Remember that series? Kicking live and kicking. Live and kicking. Star Wars visions. Don't. Don't dwell. That was, that was one. Uh, there was one oh. series, wasn't there, that dropped and we were like, I'm not sure if I'm into this or not. I don't know. I watched a few of them and I'm like, yeah, I mean visually they look stunning. You know, the difference between sort of western and uh, animation style and, you know, the sort of more sort of manga-ish anime sort of style. Yeah, it looks very cool. But, you know, the stories were a little bit like, I don't know, it doesn't feel like Star Wars enough to me. I know it sounds very, very uh, critical and some fans will be like, dude, get over yourself. And I get that. I know. I know a lot of fans liked it. Anyway, series two or season two uh, has been announced. Uh, and is already in the works. I think most studios are done now. All ready to go. So very unimaginatively, on May the 4th, <laughs> season two of Visions will drop onto Disney Plus. And it's your usual stuff, okay? I don't know these studios off the top of my head, but they've got the usual um animation studios but one that sticks out and i know you noticed this as well dude I'm pretty sure you did is one of the studios is Ardman. now Ardman is a uk studio uh, i was going to say based here in the uk pretty obvious and they are the dudes who make the uh basically they they watched morph and were like we can do that we can definitely do that and then they did do that so if you've ever seen anything like wallace and gromit chicken run all that kind of stuff then you'll be pleased to know that those guys have made an episode for star wars visions now this is um sort of bucking against the the trend of season one right because season one was very much like the japanese anime style but now they've sort of opened it up a little bit and they've now got other mediums and stuff so uh, i'll probably definitely watch the probably definitely it's what happens when you don't have enough cups of tea I will definitely watch the Aardman episode, see what that's like. I might check out a few of the others, but what about you? Did you watch any of the first season?
0: I was the same as you. I was like, I watched the first two or three, and I respect it and really like it. And, you know, I was like, this is good animation, but sort of what's the point in watching it? I'm not interested in the stories because it's not, I'm not watching Star Wars as such. I'm watching Elements. You know, it's almost like, oh, I like Star Wars, so I'm going to spend a day watching Thundercats, you know? Or I like He-Man. I'm going to spend <laughs> a day watching Thundercats because the, there are elements that are the same, you know. Outcast with sword gets stronger when points in sky, you know. So it's, it's sort of, it was that, it was, it was. I get it and I like the idea of it and I, I really admire the animation and the notion of it. But I was the same. I was like, my time's pretty limited. If I want to watch them in Star Wars, I probably want to watch them in Star Wars. Um but yeah, the admin one caught my eye as well. I can't remember the chap that we know that works down there, the the, uh, the designer.
1: Oh, him? Uh, yes, down in uh, Bristol, does amazing them.
0: work. I just can't remember his blooming name. Um, yeah. I know who you mean. He yep. does great, great stuff. So I, I'll be interested to watch it just from that perspective. And uh, they do. Admin have done a lot of good stuff, like for the the UK design community. Like you know, they did all the Grommet um, exhibition stuff down in Bristol. The live. You know, sort of out and about in the city, exhibitions and stuff. They're 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 always at the forefront, and the designers themselves have got quite a lot of personal branding going on. So I'm interested in, you know, to, for, for uh, to see people that were a little bit closer to working on something in Star Wars. Yeah, I'm the same as you. Very cool. I'll definitely watch that. Um, yes, but yeah. I'm I'm, a, I'm not that fussed about Visions just because, like, and it's it is really only because the time you know, you might get a couple of hours to watch them in Star Wars. I would genuinely just rather watch something that progresses canon just because that's, you know, time is limited. So nothing against visions. It just, it wasn't something that I felt compelled to need to get through like I do with a lot of stuff, Star Wars, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. No reason, mate. Yeah, same for me. And uh, yeah, we'll watch the Aardman one. Apparently that episode's called I Am Your Mother. So that sounds like they've gone down the, switch the comical route. Like yeah, it is true. And uh, there's some other studios that have also jumped on. Like there's a, there's, um, uh, what's it called? I think it's Cartoon Saloon that's in Ireland, and there's another one that's yeah. So they've branched out a wee bit, which sounds rather good. So we'll we'll uh, we'll see what's going on on May the fourth with that them. Uh, right, this is sickening, dude. This is absolutely sickening. This dude, right back in the day, he's in his seventies now, but back in the day he bought all the Star Wars things. <laughs> as you do, or as you did. And uh, he basically said, uh, there was a lot of buzz in the Star Wars collecting world over this. The quality of it is incredible. And that's because he didn't open any of it. So he bought all mm-hmm. the things, left it in a box. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Left it in a box, didn't open it, didn't play with it, nothing. And now uh, this auction house, has uh, he's decided basically, like, oh, I'm done with it like the this this box or a couple of boxes is taking up room in whatever the garage the loft whatever it might be so i'm getting rid of it so for 45 years he's had this stuff just sitting there unbelievable so now the collection is going up for auction and uh yeah or has gone up for auction uh and it's sold for 622,000 pa- i mean dude We've spoke about auctions before, right? But normally they're just uh, like somebody's found a Boba Fett prototype on down the back of the sofa. There's 10 grand. There's your holiday. Someone's found a few figures in the garage. There's 20 grand. You know, there's your mum's bungalow, whatever. 622. I mean, it's unbelievable. So some of the things that they've got in there, this it's all legit as well. Like they went through it. No, there's no messing around. It's all old school, um, legit stuff. So what a find. I mean, it's sickening that I didn't find it because it, this, that's like the holy grail.
0: Where would you right? find it would... in his
1: house? <laughs> I'm just knocking on random people's doors. Have you got any boxes lying around? <laughs> and what would be very cool is if you had like a son back in the... who's moved out now, but he's still got his stuff. Any boxes. But um, it, it's just amazing because just when you think that there just possibly couldn't be any more Star Wars stuff, mint condition in the box left in the world... You then go and find a box full of it, and it's like, I don't know. That's like a couple of good houses worth of money there. So, ah, oh, frustrating, man. The, the hunt continues for a neighbour's box full of Star Wars stuff.
0: What's interesting about this one as well is that the guy was just. It, it was. It wasn't just that he had. Um, like, say you open this box, all right, and there's one Luke Skywalker with uh, there was there was the, the 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 Luke that he had was the the very rare dual piece lightsaber version, which apparently was a bit more complex to manufacture, so they went to a single piece. And uh, so you open the box up, and there's one of those, there's one of the Boba Fets, there's one of the whatever this, that, and the other. No, no, no. This guy who had presence of mind back in the day, right? So he buys one of each for his kid to play with, is what the article says. But then, like, not just one Luke Skywalker with the dual piece lightsaber, but like a ton of them. You know what I mean? Like a ton of them. Mm-hmm. So he obviously knew what he was doing. He, he was just risking it. And he was like, well, <laughs> what have I dropped? 50 quid, 60 quid on these? They might be worth something in the future. So it's, it's even like, I'm impressed by his even thought process, that presence of mind that he had to buy like five or six of the damn things. You know, it wasn't just, like most collectors, they'll just like the worst that they'll do is just go, right, one to open, one to keep. No. This guy's like, how many of those have you got? 12. Give me them. And this is back in 77 or whatever it is, when no one knew anything about this. Genius. Like genius. hindsight genius.
1: Yeah. And well, at the time, you could say some foresight genius because he, Hmm. like you said, he clearly knew what was going to go down somewhat. And uh, it's a good job he bought all that stuff when he did as well because, yeah, those Luke's with the firing, that's one of the reasons why they didn't put the Boba Fett into production because the little firing missile and stuff, it was considered a health Hmm. hazard for kids and stuff like that. So, all of those things that were put out by Kenner or Palatoy here in the UK and then. Um, recalled and but you st- those things are just collectors will it's just gold to them so you can see why it went under the hammer for so much money mm. but bloody hell that, that's a good one out of all the star wars finds of your life that's the one to go for big time big time and let's finish up on uh, a similar story for auctions and stuff Um but it's turned into a bit more of a an unhappy ending i think which is something that I'd never thought I'd say with you at any point but Peter Mayhew who uh, who unfortunately left us um, a few years back who obviously played Chewbacca in the original trilogy and some other bits and pieces uh, when he was moving house and was selling up and everything a couple bought the house from him and um, they found up in the attic he had left behind a whole bunch of original stuff not we're not talking like toys here or like you know boxed carded figures or anything but some really cool stuff. So uh, call sheets from working on set, uh, signed photographs, shooting schedules, all these memos and everything when they were making the original trilogy. So it was uncovered in this box in the attic and uh, a similar thing. So they've gone down the auction route and all of this stuff is going to be sold off. And yeah, dude, there's like an original script for the Empire Strikes Back and loads of cool stuff. On one hand, that's great. That's all good. But um, Peter Mayhew's family who got wind of all this stuff that is going under the hammer, are not happy about it. So they, you know, they, uh, they're they just not happy that uh, some of the stuff was obviously very personal to him. Because, as you know, a bit like Anthony Daniels, once you had that part, that was your part for life. So he, he could have done anything after that. He'll always be C-3PO. Same with Peter May. He'll always be Chewbacca. So all of this stuff was so personal to him, which is understandable. So... um yeah, the stuff's gone under the hammer or is about to, but the fam is not happy. So, what would? You, this is a bit of an interesting one because I don't think legally you can do anything. The couple have bought the house; the stuff mm. is in the house. I guess it's down to goodwill. You know, if you would like, if the family approached you and said, "Look, we're," you know, he wouldn't have want this stuff sold. He'd mm. want it to be back in his family. Can we have it back? Oh, I don't know because it's potentially, and again, a lot of money we're talking about here. This is original stuff. Um so, yeah, a bit of an up in the air one. I, I think the auction's going ahead. Yeah. But yeah. It's a-
0: Rydale, isn't it? Is it Rydale auction now? So, uh, it's a funny yeah. one, this, because when you read the story that accompanies it, it's his wife goes on to say that he he couldn't, he was able to grab some bits that he needed and that he wanted, but he couldn't take everything because these were in the attic and he physically couldn't get up because he was, you know, he, he struggled to walk and he didn't want her getting up because it was dangerous. Mm. So on one hand, you think, well, they knew they were there. They should have said something when they sold the house and disclosed it. But then at the same time, if they weren't disclosed, then I don't know legally, like, how does that property transfer work? Like, if I leave some blinds up in my house and I sell it, if it's not on the form that you've got to fill in saying, here's what I am leaving you, then I have not said that you can have them. So so I... I, I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. It's like almost like a residential lawyer or a property lawyer that, that probably needs to, I don't know, get involved with it. I don't, honestly don't know. But what, let's be honest, they ain't giving them back because it's probably a good chunk of money. And people just yeah. sadly, you know, most people these days, they're assholes when it comes to money, they'll do anything to get a bit. Um, and it's just, it's just very, very sad that if that is the case, that a whole lifetime is a lifetime's worth of, of of heirlooms that could go to, you know, kids and grandkids and great great grandkids, and just be, you know, these are things that probably mean more to them than they're worth. So it's, I I see both sides of this, but it's just a huge huge shame, man. I I, I would, I would hope that the people that have inherited these by accident would do the right thing. But I just do not see that happening. I think if anything, it's a legal thing. And I just, Mm. I just don't know, man. It's a huge, huge shame. You know, think about it the other way. If it's your granddad's war medals or if it's some photos of something that you've left in that's of your grandparents and you go, oh, fucking hell, sorry. I'm really sorry. I've left them in the old attic. Or they'd find them and they'd be like, do you know what? Actually, these don't matter anything. They would give you them back. But because they're worth something it that's why they're not and that's shit dude you know and that's but that's just people
1: you know that's people yeah it is mate yeah it's a bit tragic really so apparently the couple were um they sort of unwittingly gave it all up but they were unaware of the significance of it or whatever which i find uh, questionable Um, oh yeah because the auction house would have said, even without examining it properly, would have said, well, would, I can tell you now, this why is a trick take it to an
0: auction house? Sorry to interrupt, but you don't take something to an auction house if you don't think it's worth something. It's not like, I found this box of old light switches. Right, where <laughs> do we want to take them? Tip, bin, wixers, or the auction house? Well, let's go down the auction house. You, you just don't. Like, they're playing, if that's, you know, if they're implying that they didn't know what they were worth, that's bollocks.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, well, apparently that's the case. They unwittingly knew... Uh, sorry, unwittingly uh, sort of just turned it over for auction. They probably just thought, oh, it's Star Wars stuff. Maybe somebody will buy it. I don't know. I think, yeah, there's no way you wouldn't know. It's Peter yeah. Mayhew, for God's sake. Do you know what I mean? So, anyways, we'll see what's going on with that, what sort of plays out. I think a few um, of various uh, blogs and media outlets and stuff have reached out to Rydell to see what their view on it is. But... I don't think they're commenting just yet, but apparently They aren't involved, are they? Nah. February the 17th and the 18th, two-day auctions. Oh, yes. Yeah. You watch in a couple of weeks, Mark, in the background, he'll have a script in the background. Do you know, I actually never much. thought about that. Yeah. <coughs> These...
0: Rydale's not far from here. It would be nice to see <laughs> someone that's absolutely pile-loaded, you know, someone <laughs> that is absolutely, that can just throw money away, buy it and give it back.
1: You sometimes do see that. Mm. That's true. Sometimes who knows who knows but yeah i mean if your sort of moral compass p- points anywhere other than due north and you're after some some cool star wars stuff then peter mayhew's uh, old stuff will be up for auction at rydell and uh, yeah we'll probably report in a couple of weeks on what happened with that but there we go so i think we're going to close out there do let's wrap for this week's episode which is 185 good 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 wrapping up all the news as always dude it's been good to chat all the Star Wars dude and uh, yeah well gel about Galaxy's Edge but uh, I don't know we we'll are planning like a work deal I suppose accidentally on purpose in the next year or two you'll be back definitely you'll be back
0: oh yeah need to get some more batteries for that lightsaber <laughs> or buy the Qui-Gon apparently the Qui-Gon and the Dooku ones are, are, are rechargeable and
1: I'm like what huh? what's the difference why USB sale on me. Get that USB cable on there. Charge it up.
0: <coughs> what a anyway. joke. Anyway. Anyway, it's been. <laughs> you anyway. get to
1: chat Star Wars, dude, as always.
0: Uh, yes, always. Always a bez. No, I'm not. I'm not. I was just going to say hello to Kev. Uh, Kev Mullen, he's commented saying he'd rather watch Resistance again because Visions, whilst it looks beautiful, doesn't necessarily add anything. Uh, to the ongoing saga, to the canon and so on and so forth, to the lore. Uh, so thank you for watching, Kevin. As always, we appreciate you and the rest of our patrons over on patreon.com slash Spark of Rebellion. And yeah, Gazla, always a pleasure, my man. We'll see a bad self next week and uh, see if there's any interesting news going on
1: indeedy indeedy yes until next week make sure you're following or subscribing to this podcast wherever you get your podcast you won't miss an episode then when it lands every single saturday we're on the socials too uh, hit us up spark forward slash twitter or forward slash insta and very quickly if you like spark rebellion you want to support us like our other patrons like kevin and our other dudes you can do that at spark forward slash patreon hit us up three bucks um it's just real simplified plan we'd love your support thank you to our current patrons and uh it keeps the show rocking and rolling the lights on all that stuff you know so until next week for episode 186 take care of yourself and may the force be with you always